to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. Like a basic oil change on a, I don't know, a Huracan. How long does that take? So uh, there's actually eight drain plugs. See, this shit's <laughs> fucking crazy, man. Eight drain plugs. Just for yes, the sir. engine oil? Yes, sir. Why? It's a dry sump system. So there's oh. certain areas where... What's that word? It doesn't cavitate, but uh, that's those are the lowest points in that part of the oil system. So you drain that. And then there's a couple oil hoses and then the actual uh, oil radiator. So you drain that, the tank, the radiator, and then like three or four points in the motor. Jesus, man. How long does that take? <laughs> and what does it pay? And how much does it cost? <laughs> so it pays... Uh, two hours. That's what we charge them if somebody just wants an oil change. And then I think out the door, it's something like 800 to $1,200. Damn. I don't really. <laughs> I just want to know what the shop's like. <laughs> it, we, just got our, uh, we just got our walls painted. Gold? White. White? <laughs> Fuck, I wish. <laughs> yeah, Lamborghini uh, requires a certain look, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, all dealerships Meanwhile. should, a hundred percent. Especially yeah. if you walk into your three hundred thousand dollar car being worked on by a couple of hacks and some yeah, dude, <laughs> fucking teeth missing and shit. Not even, <laughs> shirts not tucked in, smell like smoke. Yeah, you wouldn't want to take your car to somebody like that. Oh fuck! Uh, I've been to a couple of the independent ex- exotic shops, and you kind of describes that. <laughs> <laughs> I will say on some of the cars, like tires are at least $800 each. Each? <laughs> each. Yeah. God damn, dude. On the uh, Aventador, the tires on the back, they're like 355 30 20 sometimes, I think is what it is. Jesus and they're about $1,000 a tire. <laughs> I can't even afford the air in those tires, dude. Nah. I think you can afford the air in those tires. Yeah, <laughs> Not the nitrogen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, the fucking nitrogen. You know, I didn't even know that was an actual, like, machine that some dealerships had. I thought it was just a fucking joke. It is a fucking joke, dude. Nobody puts that shit in when they PDI a car. They put the valve caps on. You know, I asked you about the brakes because I wanted to buy a... I know this is going to sound like fucking poverty to you, but I wanted to buy a Civic Type R. I know. My foreman wants to buy that car. That is his like top three dream car. All right, there. That, that makes me feel better. But I wanted to get 100%. one. And I asked on the, on the one of my Facebook groups, I asked, are they any good for daily driving? And somebody's like, the fucking brakes and tires wear out quick. And I'm like, all right, but I ain't fucking buying that shit. I've traded in cars just because they needed tires. <laughs> I don't like buying tires. I traded in my last car because it had a $500 parking ticket on it. (laughs) (laughs) How the hell do you get a $500 parking ticket? The day-to-day grind as a mechanic working for idiots fucking beats you down, dude. I don't care if it's a dealership, small independent shop. It's the same shit everywhere, dude. So you pull in your timing belt, you put on your headphones, you get after it. You're pulling the timing cover off. You're pulling all the shit apart. Pull the timing belt off. The advisor comes to tell you that car you diagnosed Monday is back and they're waiting again. So you tell him to fuck off like usual and he says no, they're really here waiting. You say, I didn't get paid to diag at Monday. Fuck you if you think I'm going to stop making money to fuck with your bullshit. 
you keep working on your timing belt and get called back in the office. Oh, man. Manager tells you you're declining work again and he should suspend you. You say fucking do it, please. I spent more money on gas to get to this shitty fucking place than I made. Your hobby was working on cars, building cars, building lowriders, building hot rods, just building shit. And now it's your job and you fucking hate it. All those stupid memes on the internet, the repetitive memes about how your project car is still on jack stands, all start to make fucking sense to you now. Because when you get home, you don't want to fucking do shit. It's the end of the month. You check your hours and see that that big warranty job you're working on, waiting on parts that will be here the next fucking week, has been flagged already. Even though it's not done. You don't even have the fucking parts for it, but they flagged you for it. He said the technician put in his notice and we can't afford to lose him. It's going to look bad on us. And in my head I'm thinking, us, it's going to look bad on you, bitch. So he said he was going to go talk to the technician. Now, now all of a sudden, this technician's getting all this attention from the manager, right? Before he put in his two weeks notice, he got zero attention. Now all of a sudden, he's the fucking rock star in the shop. But guess what, dude? It's too late. It's too late. Shitty shop managers sit in their office and think everything's good until they get the fucking two-week notice. Now shit hits the fan. There's so many hacks out there, it's ridiculous. You have them in your shop. When you get a car that they worked on and you look at their work and you can't fucking believe what they did. Loose bolts, missing bolts, wiring repairs are fucking terrible, using butt connectors and shit. I mean, what's going on, man? If you even make it five years, you'll be 23 years old and wore the fuck out. And within that time frame, you bought a tool cart for two grand, tools, 6,000 bucks, and a toolbox, another 10 grand. So you're $18,000 in debt to work six days a week, starting out at 15 bucks an hour in a lube shop. And you're probably still in there after five years because your shop's a shithole ran by idiots that believe you should work there six days a week. And they'll say shit like, you have to earn the line tech position. Takes time. I'm trying to do a positive episode here, alright? Bear with me. There's some dealer groups out there that actually take care of their employees. They pay them good. They got a good work-life balance. They feed them lunch. They take care of their techs. They take care of their employees. Then there's some out there that are on the fucking blacklist. Some that are like communists that fucking do what I say or your ass is out of here type shit. I haven't worked for one like that yet, but I've heard a lot of stories, dude. I want to help technicians find good places that take care of them, take care of their employees, and actually give a shit. That's where we deserve to work. That's where everybody deserves to work. So now I want to talk about aliens, alright? And by aliens, I'm talking about Mac tool trucks. Yeah. The import dealerships, the technicians need to be able to do used cars and PDIs. They shouldn't have yeah. just a team for that. Right. That's like at a Ford dealership or Chevy dealership, it's different. Yeah. I haven't done a PDI in years since I left Honda. And I don't like doing PDIs. No, I know. <laughs> but, I, know. I don't either. But I haven't done a used car either. And I don't really care for that. But right. still, if you're at an import dealership, everybody does the same thing. So the only way... If you keep getting shit tickets, the only way to make up for it is used cars or PDIs. And when they take that away from you, that's fucking terrible, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's he's probably been there for how many years? 30 Over something. 20? Yeah. 35, something like that. Ding, ding, ding. There's your problem. Another one. Just did the episode about that. Yeah. Literally. I, I, I did that one extra because of oh. emails I've gotten.
about the tech that's been at the same shop for fucking 20, 30 years, and the managers just do what he says, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's never worked anywhere else. He doesn't understand how much better it could be. 